Hi everyone, um, uh, my name is Pete Lidstone. I'm uh, a regular um, at Covent Garden Talks. Um, the keen, uh, keener among you will notice that I'm not Joel. Um, so he's on holiday at the moment and um, he's very much got the B team in here. Um, so, um, so yeah, as I say, if it, you know, it is your first time at Covent Garden Talks, I, I can assure you the talks are usually of a better standard. Um, but um, in his, in his uh, wisdom, Joel has asked me to just um, talk briefly on uh, the subject of, isn't agnosticism the more humble approach? And as Hitton said earlier, um, the, the kind of parallel to that is, as Christians, is, is, is claiming to know the truth arrogant? Um, so I, I'm, you know, I don't claim to have all the answers and, um, I'm sure lots of people on the call will, um, will, will be able to chip in as, as well, but, um, but, um, I'm, I'm going to sort of just give my views on, on the subject. Um, so to start with, um, I'm just going to define what, what we mean by agnosticism. Um, so an agnostic is a person who holds the view that any ultimate reality such as God is unknown or and probably unknowable. So there's, there's someone who says that God is uh, unknown and probably unknowable. Um, so uh, as I'm sort of sat here on Zoom talking to you remotely, um, I don't know what your view is on the subject. Um, you might agree with this statement. Um, you may have friends of, or family who uh, describe themselves as agnostic. Um, a few of my friends would describe themselves as agnostics. Um, so they've said things to me in the past before, um, like it, it's great, you know, for you that you have a faith, uh, but that's not for me. Um, or, you know, isn't it arrogant for you to tell a load of other people uh, that they're wrong? Um, and you might even be thinking at one of these things as I speak today. Um, and if you're if you are openly agnostic, uh, you're actually in pretty good company um, today. Uh, our society is, is a postmodern um, society, uh, which means that the prevailing view of many people is that you're free to believe what you like, so long as you don't hurt or offend other people. Um, it, it's a, in a way, it's a sort of this is my truth. Tell me yours. And if this sort of general principle in our society allows people to, to live and let live um, and to get on peace, peacefully, then actually isn't the agnostic view uh, one to be uh, respected and, and admired? Uh, you know, and, and you could ask, well, isn't it in fact the more humble approach? Uh, what I'm gonna suggest uh, today is that being agnostic is fine, but if it's about something that doesn't matter, um, but um, being agnostic about something that is important or does matter is not the more humble approach. So just to, just to make that point again, being agnostic about something is fine if it's something that doesn't matter. But if it does matter, if it's important, then actually being agnostic isn't necessarily the more humble approach. Um, and to, to prove this, I've got um, just a couple of um, examples, which I'm just going to share now. I'll share my screen. Wonders of technology. There we go. So hopefully you can see my screen. If I go into present, hopefully you can still see my screen. Um, so on here we have, um, so the you know, keen among you will, will know that the Olympics are on and um, you might recognize um, these four individuals. Um, 
And if I were to ask you the question, who is the greatest boxer of all time? Um, we recognize these, these characters. So we have Muhammad Ali, top left, Mike Tyson. Um, we have Nicola Adams on the bottom left and myself. And as far as I know, none of these boxers have fought each other directly. Um, they have each been um, champions in their own rights in, in different sort of competitions. Well, actually, no, they haven't each been champions in their own because I'm one of them. Um, <laughs> but the other three have. Um, you know, and, and you, you might look at the evidence, you might look at their fighting record, my lack of fighting record and think, well, Pete would get, you know, slaughtered by all of these. Um, but there's no, you know, there's no definitive answer as to who is um, the best boxer among this group. They never really fought each other. And you could have a, a you know, a fascinating debate down the pub about it, um, as, as we used to in the days before the Internet and you, people trying to you know, dig up facts and um and, and actually, if I were to have that debate with you and, and I were to absolutely insist that Mike Tyson was the best of all time and, you know, completely, um, you know, insist on that and that, that you're wrong if, you, you know, you had a different opinion, actually, that wouldn't be particularly humble. I, I would say that would be quite an arrogant approach. Um, and, and uh, you know, and, and you might even think of friends that you've got who who, who kind of can get quite like that in, a, in, an, in an argument about something. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> They're very tenacious and insistent. Um, uh, on, on that, on their being right. Um, if you don't have those friends, then you know perhaps that that person's you. Um, and just to take us on then to a to a slightly different example. So um, you probably recognise this picture on the left. Um, this was Boris Johnson around when the COVID um, pandemic began, who who sort of insisted that he would go around shaking hands with everyone in a hospital, um, just to, to prove that you know COVID wasn't really that dangerous. Um, obviously, then contracted it and and, and um, got taken into intensive care. Um, and and on the right is a, um, a famous um, you might recognise, you might not, his famous anti-vaxxer who again um, claimed that you know the vaccine was dangerous and people shouldn't take it. Um, who, who unfortunately ended up um, dying due to COVID. Um, and before he did die, he said, actually, I'm, you know, get the vaccine, guys. Um, this thing's serious. It's a serious illness. Now, uh, looking at this example, um, it's a slightly different example. If, if, if Boris Johnson were to ask me, you know, do, is this a wise course of action? If, if the anti-vaxxer were to say, you know, what's the best thing to do with, with COVID flying around? I, I would, you know, it wouldn't be more humble of me to say, well, yeah, go ahead. You crack on. You, you do what you want to do. Um, you know, that's not a more humble approach, actually, the more, hum you know, the, the, the right approach in that situation, the more humble approach really is to, is to, um, it, it is, 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 you know, to talk about the reality of, of, of COVID and the impact it can have. And as I say, um, you know, from these illustrations, you can see that the, that, um, uh, and I'll, I'll stop sharing, um, so you can see me again. You can see that in things that don't matter, you know, agnosticism is indeed the more humble approach. But when it comes to important matters, life, death, um, it's not something you can be agnostic about. Um, and, um, and, and thinking about the question we're considering today, God clearly falls into the, the latter category as well. Uh, by definition, he is important uh, whether you think he exists or not. So agnosticism isn't the, the more humble approach. Um, and the bigger question then is, uh, how, how can we know who God is? Um, and in the Bible, we, we have got eyewitness accounts um, of the life of Jesus. So Jesus, a man who um, historians largely agree existed and who made um, some really important claims. 
Um, and, and in one of the books of the Bible, uh, the book of John, um, this was written by a man who spent three years with Jesus, um, who fished with him, ate with him, went to the pub with him. Um, and John records um, the following discussion between uh, Jesus and his disciple Thomas. And I'm just going to share my screen again. We've got the words up there. So um, Thomas said to, said, said to Jesus, uh, Lord, we don't know where you're going. So how can we know the way? Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes uh, to the father except through me. If you really knew me, you would know my father as well. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. So uh, Thomas was asking um, where Jesus was going in an earthly sense. Uh, but when Jesus is talking about being the way, he is referring to his being the way for us to have access to God. I'm just going to come back again. Um, so Jesus describes himself as the truth and not a truth. Uh, this is important because it's an exclusive claim. So either Jesus is the truth or he's not. Um, and, and Jesus alone claimed to uh, beat death. Uh, he's claiming to uh, be God in verses um, six to seven, which no one else in history uh, has done um, in a credible sense. Um, so the, the agnostic here is, is faced with a, um, a claim which requires uh, examination. Um, and um, there's, a, there's a quote from the theologian um, David Guzak, um, who says, simply put, if Jesus is not the only way to God, then he's not any way to God. If there are many roads to God, then Jesus is not one of them, because he absolutely claimed that there was only one road to God, and he himself was that road. So if Jesus is not the only way to God, then he's not any way to God. So, so this is really, you know, as I say, this is an exclusive claim, and, it's, um, and, and, and Jesus himself doesn't, doesn't allow for the conclusion to be drawn that all, all roads lead to God, or that, you know, that, that there are competing uh, truths out there. Actually, either, either Jesus is right or he's wrong. Um, and, and the great thing about this claim is, is that um, you can um, actually verify um, uh, God's existence. And you, uh, it's not simply sort of pie in the sky. It's not that Jesus um, claimed to or, or anyone else claimed to have a, um, a vision or a dream. Jesus actually had a really public life um, that we can examine um, through, through um, uh, the, the, uh, what's written about him in the Bible. And, um, and we as individuals can go and examine that and decide um, whether or not we believe he is God. Um, so if this is something you haven't done before, if you've not um, picked up a Bible, it's a big book. Um, and um, the easiest way to, to kind of get going and, and to examine Jesus's claims uh, is just to print off um, the first couple of uh, chapters of the book of John. So that's the one that, that I, I referred to today and go through those. Um, and just um, if, if there's something in there that you agree with, put a tick next to it. Um, if you disagree with it and you think oh, that's that's not right, cross it. And if you've got more questions, um, just draw a circle around it um, and then go and um, grab a, a, a Christian friend. Uh, go out for a coffee, 
and um, bring bring your um, pieces of paper along and just sit down and just just talk to them and I'm sure they'd be willing um, to, to to discuss it in, in in more detail with you. Um, and so just as I sort of come in to, to, to finish, um, I'm just going to um, use a, 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 some, some words from C.S. Lewis as well, just to sort of summarise, I guess, um, uh, what, what the Bible has to say on this. Um, so C.S. Lewis um, says, uh, Christianity, if false, is of no importance, and if true, of infinite importance. The only thing it cannot be is moderately important. So Christianity, if false, is of no importance. If true of infinite importance, the only thing it cannot be is moderately important. Um, so thanks for your time. I'm just going to um, close us off um, with a prayer now, if that's all right. And then um, happy to sort of open up the floor for um, you know, questions or, or people to kind of share their thoughts. So I'll just pray. Lord, um, thank you that we do have uh, the eyewitness accounts. Um, of the life of Jesus in the Bible. Um, would you help us to um, examine uh, Jesus's claims uh, seriously and to make good um, and wise decisions um, about their truth? In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. <laughs>